0: brand building remains a crucial and often misunderstood topic especially in our age of digital and today we're speaking with somebody who is uniquely qualified to talk about this topic i'm michael Krigsman. i'm an industry analyst and the host of cxo talk and i want to introduce carla hendra who is the chief executive of ogilvy consulting now I need to say a huge heartfelt thanks to IPsoft. We are in their AI Experience Lab in New York City, and IPsoft is making CXO Talk possible. And before we go on, tell your friends, tell everybody you know to watch this show, and be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Carlo, welcome to CXO Talk.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here today. Um, maybe I'll start by talking a little bit about Ogilvy. Uh, we're in our 70th year, founded by David Ogilvy in 1948, and known really as, uh, until now, as an ad agency. So, one of the new things that we've done this year is to refound the company and the group under just the name Ogilvy uh, as a creative network, a global creative network. And our mission in life. The reason we exist is to make brands matter for uh, mostly global uh, fortune five hundred companies around the world, but also many, many local businesses
0: so this is a much broader mandate than the historical advertising on which the company was founded.
1: well, yeah, I mean the truth is the company was founded as a mad men era ad agency, but over the years uh, we developed many, many individual capabilities and put them in business units, so we had the Ogilvy One uh, group, which was CRM and digital. We had uh, Ogilvy PR focused on PR. We had Ogilvy and Mather as the ad agency and and many others. And so uh, what's happened is that clients in today's very complex world and with the impact of digital, we took a step back and said, this is too complicated that we don't want clients to have to come through so many doors to get the solutions that we can bring them and to help make their brands matter. So we, um, on June 5th, announced that the whole company would be under the Ogilvy banner and uh, actually have a new logo design and all of that being the brand people that we are. Um, And one part of it that we have kept as a, a unique enterprise offering is Ogilvy Consulting. And that is only about Uh, six seven years old I founded it Um, and we did that because clients are asking business questions well above uh, the typical communications or even experience and design challenges we look at they're asking for help on things like new business models growth strategies um, and certainly digital transformation and so that's what the consulting group works on
0: and you're also the chief digital officer
1: right for the group Um, and you know my whole history at Ogilvy has been from digital. I, I joined originally um, uh, on the IBM business with the original team that kind of helped IBM transform itself under Lou Gerstner. We introduced uh, digital uh, to them and, and really built our entire global digital network on the, on the back of that. Um, I then ran our CRM and digital agency uh, in the US and then um, was co-CEO of North America before founding the um, the consultancy. and you know everything that we're doing today in modern marketing everything we do with brands is all about reconciling with this resolutely digital world that we're in i mean i've been working in it for 25 years since 1993 when the internet stopping just a little sort of government scientific tool that special people knew about and became a broad scale consumer and business tool
0: carla as you speak with your clients What are the challenges that they face regarding brand building in this digital era?
1: Well, you know, what's interesting is that brands are uh, the same thing that they've always been. They are the sum total of the interactions and the relationship between a product or a service or an experience and the consumer or the customer. And we're experts at trying to uh, make sure that that is developed and, and put out in the world as something that creates emotional connections because even with all of the digital and technology and data uh, that has emerged, people are still people. They make most of their decisions emotionally. And if you, in this very complicated world with more fragmentation, more choices, more products and services than ever before, if you don't have something that is almost an emotional shorthand, and that's really what a brand is. Uh, to help people think through how they want to live their lives, then uh, it can be a very—it becomes a very messy kind of uh, undifferentiated situation for for companies. And so, what we work on is the modern marketing brand, and 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 that means for us, how do we take this this really complex world that has a long-term uh, set of goals around business building and ambition. Medium term or you know, quarterly sales results, and then an everyday brand protection and brand building sort of pulse uh, in, the, in the modern world. And you have to be able to work across all those time horizons through every type of marketing and media channel uh, and every touch point. And that has become, for clients, such a different uh, challenge that we've developed our own system for helping global clients, you know, people who uh, companies that have many, many products and services to offer, and, and we help them really systematize how they make their brand stand out, but in a consistent way, whether we're talking about um, a brand platform that we're going to express uh, through uh, anything from an event to a TV spot, um, or a program that's designed to build loyalty and generate more sales in the quarter. Or something that we do um, on a given day when a brand has uh, either a positive that they want to capitalize on or perhaps a negative that they need to really address.
0: Let's talk about that emotional component as the foundation of a brand Mm -hmm. and then we can talk about how how brands can codify it and express it in the digital era.
1: So, I, I mean, the, the fundamental notion of, of brands is that it's about making connection, making a relationship. And the, what David Ogilvy said is that uh, the brand is the sum total. It's all the interactions. Now, that used to be a little bit simpler to uh, to, to really uh, understand and even manage. And there, for many years, there, there was uh, brand management, grew up in packaged goods and in similar categories. and you know, there, there was a sort of way of doing things. But all that kind of went out the window in terms of um, how many touch points there are, how often there's an interaction. So you're really building a brand in, in millions of instants and moments. And if, if you can't figure out a way to make that a consistent experience, and, and in fact, experience is an important word because what used to be a hard product advantage or a service design is now something that, that people um, really, they experience the brand in so many different ways. So, um, I, and digital is one of the reasons for that. So it's not just online, it's not just at bricks and mortar, it's not just you know, through B2B channels, it's all of it. And, and we have to have a way of um, understanding the DNA of the brand and that's again what Ogilvy spends quite a bit of time on uh, when we work with brands is to say what's your purpose what's your role in the world the the role of the brand and how can we take attention that exists maybe in the culture and um, the brand on its best day put those together and come up with a platform uh, concept and from there translate it to a creative idea.
0: So there's some type of personal benefit. so people need to feel a personal benefit, and that, is that what drives the emotional connection?
1: Well, we want um, all people, whether they're in, you know, again, in a business environment or whether they're consumers, to appreciate and believe in the IBM brand. Um, so you know some of the things that, that um, we've done, uh, again, using their platform, which is about, Cognitive and about machines being able to enhance life in so many ways. I mean, that's a big concept. That's not um, again just about technology. It's about making a smarter planet, making the world a better place to live. And so that's what we work on in terms of creating that emotional connection. And we could do it in really unusual ways. So. Um, Uh, A couple years ago, we looked at the the Met Ball that's uh, in uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Big fashion, celebrity, culture event. And uh, we teamed up, the Watson uh, team worked with a big fashion designer, Marquesa, and created for just that night uh, a dress that was um, actually powered by Watson and connected it on social media with what people who were watching, consumers, you know, not just business people, but consumers watching the Met Ball on TV and, you know, what did they feel like? And we actually let Watson codify several different emotions. And based on what the Twitter feeds were, the dress would change color in real time. And there was a very famous model who wore the dress and, you know, it was probably got more coverage that night than any consumer electronics brand or any other brand uh, that was there, because it was such an unbelievable thing. And you know, for, As an agency, it was great to work on it because we were taking this very high order idea that with Watson uh, and literally designing a dress with soldering on the little you know, electrodes that would allow that to be done. So the creative people loved it. Um, and they were able to build the brand in the moment.
0: You, you know, we hear a lot about customer experience. Yeah. What is, what is, where does customer experience fit into all of this?
1: So I think that's a concept that has really been elevated over the last few years, because um, we've talked about it for many, many years, but I think it's come to now mean really, what is the perception of of someone in their total interaction with your brand and your company, Um, and it's both those things. So the brand is different from the company that might be uh, offering it, Um, and and both of those things matter. But uh, that customer experience could be anything that happens along the way, so it could be In in the physical world, it could be online, it could be on mobile, it could be through a contact center, it could be through a partner, where you have much less control over how your brand is delivered. And so, again, we we talk to clients now about needing to have an end-to-end strategic understanding of the customer experience. It's not just the piecemeal. Uh, elements of making sure your contact center and your telephones are answered a certain way uh, or that your you know, email system works. It's everything. And, and so the, the enormity of it is actually what clients are, are really asking for help on. So understanding where do they sit in the customer experience continuum? Where, do they, where would you benchmark yourself against a whole series of what customers and consumers expect today? from the experience, and then once you understand that, what are the gaps that you have, and how are you going to actually uh, fill them?
0: Carla, you mentioned the enormity of the challenge of providing that end-to-end customer experience. Can you elaborate and, and expose for us, why is it so hard when you talk about enormity, what are the pieces there?
1: Well, it, it's a really um, important question because you know, to be able to affect uh, you know, on a very personalized level and, and a, a very precise level, the customer experience, but also to do that at global scale, of course, requires a lot of different technologies and a lot of systems talking uh, to each other and a lot of data being infused into the experience between that the brand um, delivers to the to the consumer. And if you're a legacy company, uh, and we have a lot of those as clients. You're dealing with uh, everything from your MarTech stack and you know, the, the technologies that have come along and helped you have an individual relationship with the consumer, all the data systems uh, that support every aspect of your business, the, new, uh, the newer things that most companies, even packaged goods, have had to now make part of their world, which is e-commerce. Um, and, and all of these systems uh, for a legacy company having to be synced up and having to, you know, really enable uh, the, 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 a great customer experience so that you delight the customer. It means connecting um, so many disparate parts of an enterprise. And you have to do that in language, and you have to do that on a global basis, um, but with again local relevance. So um, that's one of the, that's why it's so complicated, um, and, and it's it's not like you can flip a switch and and it's ever done because every day there's something new that is some new enabling uh, technology, for instance, voice. So the way we have searched for years has been by you know typing. Well, we're not going to do that very much, and for all the kids who are growing up and born with very quickly getting a mobile device put in their hands, they aren't growing up learning how to type. They're possibly not even learning how to read. Um, you know, they're they are learning to make demands and to ask questions and to, you know, ask for stuff. So we have to now take everything we've done one way and figure out how does voice change that. Uh, and there are some really Cool things happening in, in that area, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a process.
0: So you've described uh, the importance of having data and the importance of systems being able to communicate across different silos or historically right. what were silos. But where does now content, the right content, fit into creating this end-to-end customer experience you were talking about?
1: Well, I mean, everything I was talking about was sort of the how do you enable and, and get ready so that you, you can have a relationship that is data-driven, that's all about the customer, and that you know really engages the customer in the way they want, and that's where the content comes in because you have to be able to, in some ways, be programmatic about it and automate but you also have to be highly engaging and interesting, and that's where creativity comes in. And, and I think that's one of the things that you know we as Ogilvy really, really focus on. We call ourselves a creative network on purpose. It's not that we can't work with technology or that we don't understand data deeply and uh, you know many of the uh, of the important digital technologies. But if we can't bring it to life through brand content that that is you know truly Uh, engaging and and creative and based on an idea uh, not just on again if if programmatic was all that mattered we could all go home no there would be no industry anymore there would just be some buttons to press and some computers and everybody would get some ads I guess but it wouldn't be very interesting
0: so as coming back to what you were describing earlier so then is that that drive to create the emotional connection, than kind of the motivating power behind what you were just describing, that creative part.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's our role, uh, if we if we want to make brands matter, that and, and brands are about emotional connection. We have to do that through creativity. And today, creativity, is as often about, you know, a, a visual and and writing copy and you know creating content but it also can be creativity in a business model, or what's the experience that you know, customer number one and customer number one million wants, and how am I gonna be able to deliver that uh, in a unique way for each one and, and everybody in between? And, and so there are new kinds of creativity.
0: Tell us about the new kinds of creativity.
1: Well, well, I mean, that, I, that, that's what I, what I was really talking about, is you know, a data scientist who can figure out you know, how they're going to help um, Intercontinental Hotels Group personalize uh, either in, in, a, in a hotel property or in the process of experiencing the brand through reservations or planning or whatever. If they can figure out how to personalize that, then that data scientist is a hugely creative person. They also have to help uh, the creative teams understand what kind of messages and content and engagement devices to use. And so, for instance, there's a new role in the agency called creative technologist. That's somebody who sits in the creative department but they have a technology background and they're able to help uh, the the pure creative people link up to the tech people um, and understand, well, what's made possible by... The Adobe Marketing Suite, or what's made possible by Salesforce.com, or what's made possible by any number of other new technologies that, um, you know, really change the way brands can can talk to and engage with customers.
0: So at Ogilvy, you have reinvented yourself in a way very similar to what your clients have to do.
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, we in on June 5th of this year. It's our 70th anniversary in September, but on June 5th, when we came out as Ogilvy. Uh, rebranded and refounded it was yes on the principles of David Ogilvy, but really interpreted for the modern marketing world and um, that is a transformation and we've been working on it for about two and a half years uh, it's the kind of thing that I don't think will ever be done but it was about really putting a stake in the ground for the future and to say we're always going to be about brands and making brands matter but we need to do that in a way that uses every aspect of technology, of data, of you know the things that can infuse creativity.
0: So the foundations of brand have not changed, but the expression has to evolve based on technology changing consumer expectations and so forth.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's what I, I was talking about before. When, when a brand is an experience as much as it is the actual product or service, and when we have to be able to personalize that at, on a global scale. That, that just is a whole new a uh, whole new set of challenges. And um, at the same time, making sure a brand has a heart and, and, and the, the DNA and the emotional connection, that has not changed.
0: Carla, you're Chief Digital Officer. What is that role and where does that fit into Ogilvy?
1: So, We have, as I said, about 10,000 people that are in some way contributing to digital work that we create for clients and that we deliver, Uh, and that's a big global community. We have our own digital transformation agenda, and my mandate and role is to drive that agenda and to do that through our operating structure, which means there's someone in charge of digital for each of the key regions. Uh, there are people who are in charge of certain service elements. So we have a marketing technology center of excellence, uh, which is largely based offshore in Asia. Um, but you know that is one of the delivery mechanisms that we needed to develop as part of our transformation. So you know I, I'm responsible for pushing uh, all aspects of digital growth, uh, for and, and helping our clients understand uh, where they need to go, but also um, Helping us to uh, to deliver on on this pretty aggressive agenda, which is uh, something that changes constantly um, and where because of our the breadth of our network you know we we have to have um, a, you know a, a someone who who sort of holds the reins and says, we're going to do these things, we're not going to do those things so for instance, um, we've been in digital since before there was an internet. I mean, we've always been a technology-oriented company. But today, some of the the areas that we have to innovate in are artificial intelligence AI, or the blockchain, or uh, AR and VR. Because those things are letting us create in completely different ways. So part of my my role is to make sure we have the people who can do that, the talent, and, and the leadership to get it done.
0: And you need to be ahead of your clients, of course.
1: Yes, and you know, that our clients are pretty smart, and they're, they're doing a lot of very interesting things. They also, many of them have chief digital officers. So uh, you know, one of the things that's changed in the industry is that when we were more focused on communications alone, whereas now we really talk about being in the communications, the design, and the experience business, um, the chief marketing officer was our client. Today, we might be dealing with the CIO, the chief information officer, or the CDO, or we might be dealing with the chief technology officer, or we might be dealing with you know, any number of other uh, doors that you walk through to help clients because they're changing their organizations. And marketing has become a, a, something that's very linked to sales. And, and so you know, even the chief marketing officer has a much broader um, Requirement and mandate today, they're working on customer experience as much as they're working on any sort of formal communications programs.
0: Okay, Carla Hendra, thank you so much. Oh, thank you,
1: Michael, very much.
0: We've been speaking with
1: Carla Hendra
0: from Ogilvy. What a fascinating conversation it has been. Again, I want to say a thank you to IPsoft for making CXO Talk possible, and be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Thanks so much everybody and have a great day.